feel like staring at a phone is not a good way to start a podcast. No, but I'm so ready. Here we go. I did the dishes. I'm a hero. Yeah, I did the dishes. I'm a hero. Oh, people standing around doing nothing. I hit the sink and started scrubbing. I used the soap. I used the sponge. Before you know it, dishes are done. Stand back, everybody. I got this. See the spatula? It's spotless. Pots and pans don't stand a chance when I execute my plans with a scrubby in my hands. Oatmeal cooked on. It's a disaster. I'm the master. No one could do it faster. Blaster. See me blast away the grime. Got the dishes looking fine. Uh, in no time. I'm not the yeller. Somebody else has got to be the yeller. They could be the old yellow. That's all right. Starting the show is the hardest part. Once we get started, yeah. they're always good. Ending the show is also very hard. Yeah. Five, four, three, two. Fucking. We should just start the show in the middle. That's it. That's we the beginning. We should start the show in the middle. What? Yeah. Well, uh, well, we blew it. So I thought I had a kidney stone. Oh, jeez. I've had nice. that experience. start to a show. So is puke. So. Uh, I've had three. Jesus. Oh. Threes. Or maybe more. I don't know. So uh, I know three for certain. <laughs> on this past Monday, yeah, I was not feeling great, and uh, we had a call that that Brett and Alex and I were all on. And just before that call, I was going, "Man, I have this bad pain in the like, not the complete tip of my dick, a little bit inside, maybe like yeah. a, <laughs> a centimeter in, yeah, but it's a pretty significant pain, yeah." I remember this. I was worried. Yeah. What did I say to you? <laughs> I said, oh, my dick hurts. <laughs> did you by chance... Um, I didn't do anything that would cause it to hurt, though. You didn't cut any like uh, jalapenos or firecracker pepper burners? No, I know what that's like, and this was not that. <laughs> this was a, a pain that I never experienced before. So my conclusion was... Must be kidney stones. Sure. And also, this thought was in my head because, like, the day before, I think it must have been Alex because Alex likes to talk about food and he knows a lot of facts about food that mm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think you had said something about spinach uh, leading to kidney stones. Spinach, kale, high in oxalic acid. If you do not cook them, oxalic acid is known to generate kidney stones. Right. More like rock And dehydration. Acid. So, so it's it's winter time. It's cold out there. You might be dehydrated. Mm. And I know any time kidney stones have come up in a conversation, like about pukes kidney stones and what causes kidney stones. Everything that causes kidney stones is something that I partake in regularly, like coffee, coffee, <laughs> yep, coffee, Cigarettes. nuts, see, smoking. The, yeah, the nuts, I I I really reeled it back on the nuts. Mm-hmm. I almost, <laughs> oh, that's what she said. I'm almost mm. nut free. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, not November. <laughs> nice. I did that. Not in the way that I think you're supposed to. Welcome to episode 464, Poor Man Show. There it is. Welcome to the Who middle of it. Here? Yeah, Who's we here? didn't we didn't say hello. Hi. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. Alex is here, obviously. I yep. can hear his hello. voice. So, um, yeah, I I was worried about these kidney stones, and I thought back to everything Puke had said about kidney stones, and it seemed like it lined up. Mm-hmm. You didn't think about the part, though, um, 
where I'm sure I've probably mentioned it, but the pain starts in your back, right? Uh, you know, the the kidneys part <laughs> of the kidney stone. Yeah, does, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it does immediately. Uh, maybe maybe you can get a kidney stone that immediately goes to the dick, but by from my research, by the time it makes it to your dick, like the pain's over because that's like the the pain comes in the little tube from your kidney to the dick. But your dick has a tube. Yeah, but it's a larger tube. Andrew is also very unaware of his body. Yeah, as he's mm. mentioned, he said to oh, me a couple yeah. weeks ago. He goes, "How do I know if I'm sick?" <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I gave, I put a pulse oximeter on him to see if he had COVID. Right, because I thought yeah. I had COVID for a minute because I was eating wings. Right? Is that what that's for? Uh, y- yeah, oxygen. yeah. If your blood oxygen drops like down to like ninety four, ninety three percent, it's definitely like if you're not feeling well and your blood oxygen is low. Yeah. What does that mean? I've got yeah, I've got so many questions. It's like a it's like a good like uh, early warning sign of uh, for COVID. COVID, yeah, specifically oh, okay. COVID. Yeah, specific or some like uh, COPD. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Andrew is a pretty heavy smoker, so it might just be his his uh, normal state. It could just be the end of life. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, mine was like ninety eight, ninety nine. I think Andrews was about the same. Yeah. So, but what happened was, I was eating wings. Yeah. And uh, I was like, All hot right. wings, like spicy is good. Yeah. Red hot. These should be. I tasty. put that shit on everything. Yeah. Right. And I'm eating these wings, and I'm going, man, these wings really aren't very hot. Hmm. In fact, they don't have a lot of flavor. Wait a minute. Yeah. Isn't lack of taste a COVID thing? Yeah. Am I? Oh no! Is it a problem with these wings, or is it a problem with me? Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're in Butler. Wings is like the thing they do here. Yeah. I, mean, I highly doubt that they fucked up wings. So right. it must be fucked up, Andrew. Yeah. If the wings are red, they should be good. Right. Yeah. So I thought to myself, "Well, geez, I must have COVID. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Ah, fuck. Brett might be concerned <laughs> about this. Mm. Hmm." So I'm like, oh, should I say something? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I don't no. know if I have to. Like, right. If it was just affecting me, I would just have that thought, and it would exit my brain, and I would just move on with life. Yeah. And that's that. Right. But I'm like, oh, this could affect Brett. I should probably say something. Or am I being premature, and would I just be sparking worry in Brett for no reason? And then I sat there debating with myself for a while, and eventually I said, um, Brett, uh, I think you should know this. Yeah. But I might be sick. How do you know? I don't know if I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess this is like uh, yeah, a different kind of situation. But no, I mean, I'm you know, whatever. I got in my car back in December and I said, I'm going to see Andrew and get COVID. Because he's going to get it. <laughs> so, you know, then it's just uh, there's some acceptance about it and you go on with life. But. I don't know. I guess he didn't have and it. Don't maybe he it. did have it. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I did have it. Yeah, mm. and they were just shitty wings. Yeah, and yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think of that every time I have like uh, any any sensations now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is COVID. Mm. Yeah, well, like the other day, like you get a runny nose, or, yeah, or I go to the beach, like when it was cold and windy, and my nose starts to run, and I, you know, it's still running. Like when I get back, because, you know, that's just how my nasal passages work. And it's like, maybe it's COVID. Maybe COVID comes from fucking China across the ocean. When it blows in the wind. What is up with that back? Oh, yeah, in the wind. What's up with that background behind Brett? I just noticed there's there's like a background now. We hung some rugs. Yeah, we were trying to do things. You... Oh, okay. 
Why did it take so long to answer that question? You guys sounded confused. <laughs> Is there a delay? No. There's be a delay. I think there's a delay. There's some fuckery brain. happening on your end, but it's fine. Um, yeah. I, well, I thought Zoom was so good, though. We were trying to we were trying to improve the studio and uh, nice trying to fuck with lighting, and that was kind of a failure, though. Yeah, look at it now. It looks great. Yeah. Some rugs on the wall. Improvio. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's better than the blank white wall. I I, I agree with that. So this dick pain I was having. How did it get resolved? It was pretty severe. Like it was putting me in a bad state of mind for this call we were on, and then we had to go to the gym. And I'm like, man, this is like actually making me queasy. Yeah, like this is not good. Mm-hmm. About one oh, centimeter that's... down in the urethra, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Puke mentioned that uh, that that tube is is bigger. It's long. But we've discussed this on the show before. <clears throat> I have a tiny urethra. Oh, Which yeah. is why I pee for so long. Yeah. I forgot about all the dick conversations we've had regarding your dick. Well, right. your, your urethra is probably a similar length to most people's. It's just the urethral it's, aperture. Yes. Yeah. Either the aperture or just the, the ID. Yeah. ID is internal diameter. Like, so when you're measuring a pipe, there's an OD and an ID. Yeah. It could be also a... Um, so the OD is also the girth of your dick. It could also be a, a muscle weakness. I don't know the specifics, but I do know I've been a big and large peer for a very long time and i can remember a point when i was about seven to eight years old realizing that i was pushing my pee out and i don't think most people do that at this point i don't have to think about it i just when it's time to pee like the gusher is released well you know what that's growing up <laughs> shit just becomes automatic yeah you don't have to we think about have it to learn from having bep <laughs> so we go to the gym, and I'm thinking, man, this dick pain, this is really going to fuck with me. But uh, then just having to focus on the gym made me not focus on the dick pain. And the next morning, I woke up, and I went, oh, it's gone. Oh, wonderful. Has yeah, it come nice. back? No. Wow. I don't know what it was. Uh, well, very rarely would you be so lucky that the dick pain starts at the very end of the dick. You know, usually uh, that means it's about over. <laughs> Whatever's in there is coming out. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. this is a brief kidney stone. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Consider yourself lucky if it, uh, if that's the worst you had. If it mm. was, in fact, like, you know, I mean, I think sometimes they say, like, kidney stones can be sharp and they might cut it. Mm. Cut it the felt, ID. Yeah. It out. felt like it was a sharp pain inside my dick. <laughs> like, not that like, not, pleasant, not yeah. like a, a wound type pain or like a raw pain. Like or, a paper cut? Or a throbbing pain. It wasn't like that. It was like, I was afraid to squeeze on my dick for fear of pinching on a stone that was in there. Yeah. That I, was scary. I wouldn't do that. You ever have that after intercourse? A, a kidney stone? No. Like that urethral... A vagina stone. Urethral pain. <laughs> um, no. Oh. But it's like it's almost like you bruised it. That's what it feels like. Yeah. There's, there's like, okay, my dick is sore. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, that's like, it's like a muscle pain almost. No, it's very urethral. Okay. It's like in there. You're going, what's in there? <laughs> Chlamydia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Erythritol. <laughs> no. Yeah, sometimes, I don't know, things just happen. But, well, that's great, Andrew. So, so that went away. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I have been, you know, walking around lately just thinking, oh, I could just fucking die. What do you mean? Why? Like, I could just die at any moment. Like, how, <laughs> how far away am I from a heart attack? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. 
I heard a goddamn story. Three. Don't tell bad stories. Don't tell scary stories. About heart attacks. Yeah. Uh, here's a positive heart attack story. Okay. Uh, I was getting my hair cut yesterday. Had a heart attack. And uh, no, my haircutstress was, was asking me for advice on diet. And we, she's great. I love this woman. We, we have great conversations. She knows my uncle. Um, we, we talk about all kinds of stuff. But she was telling me that her father, who is late 70s, early 80s, mm-hmm. um, had a heart attack and he didn't even know it. Sure. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. wonder how many of those I've had. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, you can just get a stress test, and they'd be like, oh, you had a fucking heart attack. Yeah. And, and you just go, oh, really? Cool. Yeah, they said that about an EKG that I had once. You had an EKG that you didn't know? Well, no. <laughs> they said, you look like you have had one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know. Huh. I think if we've learned anything from COVID, it's that all this medical shit has a lot more guessing at the bottom of it than oh, yeah. most Cause, people want to believe. Because they're like, well, your negative R wave progression is weird, and it actually, we can't really tell what it means. Yeah. So I had to go to a cardiologist. Remember that? Remember I went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and I called you, and you were drunk, and you are like, you want me to come to the hospital with you? <laughs> and um, Which was very nice, actually. Yeah, I think Amy and I were like, I think we're going to go to the hospital and hang out. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It would have been great. Uh, man, that was back when you could go to the hospital. And hang out. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So uh, I had a follow-up with a cardiologist, and she said, if you're here to be reassured that there's nothing wrong with you, I, can, I will give you that reassurance. Like, I, we don't think this is anything. But the EKG was like, this is, uh, you, need to, you need to have a specialist look at this. So I don't know. So you know? did you have a cardiolo-up? Yep. Yeah, I went and they did all kinds of stuff. The lady was very nice. There was like a, what do they call that? A resident? Oh, she was so friendly and she had such a nice bedside manner. Yeah? Yeah. Was she hot? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. actually was. I was like, you're being way too nice for how hot you are. Hmm. What'd what she a- say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean... I guess that's but, but the guy also could have not had a heart attack, and he's just looking at something that indicates that yeah, might true. Have. Yeah, it's a fact pattern kind of thing with these things. There's a lot of there's a couple of things we can know as absolute truths based on just uh, things that are clearly happening. A table is here in front of us, and there's a lot of stuff where it's like, well, I don't know if Brett pooped today, but if I'm going to just do a deduction based on how much he eats and how often the average human, exactly. My deduction would be that Brett has pooped at least once within the last 36 hours. I don't know it. Correct. But knowing how much he eats, knowing the average uh, bowel movement function of a general human being. Mine's irregular, and it is often disrupted by having to go somewhere. Right? Like, if I need to go somewhere and not have poop, it's hard. Man, mine's been pretty good for a while. Yeah. (laughs) I've been infrequent just due to uh, the, I'm, I'm going to say it's the efficiency of my current diet metabolic uh, ratio axis. I'm like once every, I couldn't remember today when I pooped. I couldn't remember when the last time I pooped was. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you got to start a journal. <laughs> I don't think that's actually a bad idea. I was actually, I had this thought <laughs> earlier. So there are three of us in this house, right? And there are three separate full bathrooms. Mm-hmm. And earlier today, Brett's like, Oh, I got to poop. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, so do I. Three men and a poop. We could have like walkie-talkies, like poopy-talkies. 
Yeah, that should be just our own time. Right. But then I thought, no, it'd be more fun to have a more fun version of talking if we're going to be talking while pooping. Mm-hmm. So I could get strings and cans and like run them through the vents or something. Nice. Yeah. Or just a small hole. You could drill a small hole. I could run string, right? Then I thought, holy cow, I could poop into the, or I could fart into the can. <laughs> like, could Brett listen to my fart through the can with a string? Is that possible? I think with the distances involved, it's absolutely possible. All these bathrooms are, they have to be built on top of each other. They're all roughly I mean, in the same spot. They're, they're all rough. Yeah, they're all pretty close. And they're going to use one shit pipe for all of that. They're definitely not going to, in this house, they're not spending more money on separate shit pipes. Right. Well, you ever seen where they, like, a, I think they do this at playgrounds. They certainly have done this at the science center. They just take PVC pipe. And they run PVC pipe all kinds of cockamamie ways, like an old screensaver from the 90s. Yeah. And you can talk into one end, and your friend can be way down at the other, and they can hear everything you're saying perfectly clearly. Mm-hmm. I, could, yeah. I could plumb PVC pipe to just come out of the wall right at mouth level when you're sitting on the toilet for all three okay. bathrooms. This is like a submarine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's been a while since we haven't modified an existing invention to come up with something new, but this is some brand new shit. We've never done anything with pipes. Yeah. <laughs> We've done stuff with tubes. If you add air, yeah. We've done if stuff you add air, plates. you can pass messages like on the bank. Oh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Maybe once in a while you get a turd through there. Too. Right. Nice. <laughs> Just as a surprise. <laughs> prank. No, My I don't like that. My deposit is full. Have a, have, a, have a turd. Yeah. This deposit is this how... I think this mechanism is how you could... Uh, this you, is kind of like poop can and, and take poops. And just make it go away. What? Shoot it through a tube? Yep. Well, we, d- we did have poo cannon. Do you remember poo cannon? Oh, yeah. Where you just... Uh, you fire at your neighbors, it's right? A, yeah, it's a toilet, but as you go into it, you light it, and it fires it uh, somewhere else. So you could do this like into you know cars that are going by or... But a cannon is... It's going to... It's, it's not going to launch like a... Like a cannonball. Well, a cannon is not going to launch poo, right? But poo cannon will because of its, you know, no, I think, ID. No, I think it's still going to scatter like a shotgun. I think you need to get a catapult. Catapult. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's really, yeah. And now since we have the VR, we can have VR targeting. So you can be looking at the VR at your target, aiming the catapult. Yes. Right. Oh, that's good, yeah. Before you fire. And poo cannon didn't work out in the long run either because the poo being shot, it all landed in kind of the same place and acted as fertilizer, and then people settled there. Oh, right, yeah. And poo continued and to fly neighbors. in, and they didn't know why the poo flew in. Mm. You know, so. But they knew the crops were delicious. Right. And bountiful. Right. But they were like, why do our children keep getting killed with flying poo? So, but I do walk around uh, thinking... I could just keel over and die right now. Uh, well, that yeah, seems I mean, weird. Have you ever almost died? A lot, yeah, all the time. Were they all um, mechanical accident related? <sighs> uh, mechanical or like physical? Like, uh, whoa, almost fell off that cliff or something. Because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like there's a couple different kinds of death that we're getting at here. Which one of which is like? That you're standing a little cl- too close to the road, and the bus whizzes by, and you're like, "Wow, if I would have just slightly leaned over, that would have been it." Yeah, I'm never that unaware of my surroundings, though. I almost got hit by a car in Regent Square the other night. Holy Jesus. moly! Yep, <clears throat> right on fucking Cunningham Street. What's that called? Shingle, Shingle. What's the street that runs? Shenley. 
Shent, uh, no. Braddock Avenue? Uh, no. Something else. Yeah, Shent and Braddock Avenue. Mm. Uh, anyway, it was a street, I, I promise. McKnight. Was it McKnight? Mm. Oh, man, this is like two full McKnights east of McKnight. Yeah, it's, it's a good ways east. Yeah. These are the, the types of almost death, though, that I think everyone recognizes because you have that, that aftershock, that, that emotional wave of, oh, shit, I almost died. I feel like a lot of people don't get the, the, the other more subtle ways. Like I'm thinking about times when I've, I've like passed out mm-hmm. and it's very, it's very interesting sort of just all of a sudden you kind of can't see. And if you're standing, your body falls and then you come to kind of gradually. And now it's like, Oh, I passed out. That's fairly not a great thing. You generally don't want to do that once a day, uh, like pooping, but it happens. You do things generally. You get to a point in life, uh, twenty-two years plus. You've probably passed out at least once, and you're familiar, and you go on with life. But passing out like that, where you stood up too fast or something, that I feel like that's like a lot of forms of dying. Like if you have a heart attack and you lose blood flow to your brain, what's going to happen? You're going to like suddenly not be able to see, and you're going to fall down, and then you just don't wake up. <laughs> see, I've never passed out. What? What you're describing is completely foreign to me. You've never passed out. Yeah. I don't think I have either. What? Uh, what do you do pass out all the time? In middle school, we used to do this thing where we would push on each other's chest. The breathing game. Yeah, the breathing game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We used to do it, too. We used to do like a sleeper hold kind of thing. <laughs> never. I don't know. It didn't work I can't believe me. you guys haven't passed out. Um, well, I did in middle school. Somebody. Well, you've not done. Naturally. You've done hallucinogens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, uh, okay. Doing. Um, what is it? Uh, you uh, it comes in a, a big oxygen tank kind of thing. Nitrous. Whippets. Yeah. Whippets. That felt like the closest thing to pure death. Yeah. So I think that's that's probably to some degree. Um, I don't know exactly what happens when you die and what neurological activity that feels like. Right. But that's probably something like it. And then at, at the end of it, though, instead of coming back to normal reality that you see and touch and feel things that you normally do, you just don't. It's less fun. Yeah. Uh, well, this has me thinking, like, if I'm not feeling good, right, how close to death am I? Like, if I go, oh, I don't feel very well right now. <laughs> mm. Am I almost dead? Like, am I dying? Is this what dying is like? How do you know? I don't know. I think it's all a scale. So you are to a degree. And it's simply your body's ability to return to its homeostatic preference point that keeps you alive. So, well, then there's the other, other part, too, where I'm just walking around going, I could die right now walking to from the store to my car. Like, what if I just keel over and die right here? Every once in a while it happens. Blood clots. Right. Like, I could just fucking die before I make it back to the car. I don't want to die laying in this parking lot in the way of people. At least allow me to get... <laughs> like, this is what I think about. At least allow me to get into the car where I'm not in anybody's way before mm-hmm. I die. At least allow me to get to a ditch. Yeah. Like... And then I think about the circumstances. Like, what am I wearing? Did I poop today? Ooh, is someone going to find my body? Am I going to poop after I die? That's a big one. Am I, am I wearing fucking pajama pants? You better not be. Are you going to Walmart? Am I dressed up nicely? What am I carrying in this bag from the store? Walmart. Holy. F- okay. Yeah, I, I always have this thing like, <laughs> I don't want to die in Pennsylvania because I was born in Pennsylvania. Were you really? Oh. Yeah. Who does, who does that? Dies and is born in the same place. 
fucking serfs in, during the fucking <laughs> feudal ages. I think actually the vast majority of human beings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was typical, you know, a thousand years ago that people wouldn't travel more than like five or ten miles away from where they were born. I think most people don't do that anyway. I bet the person who's thought Still. most about death is probably Puke. Nah, it's probably me. I don't know. Puke was at war. Uh, oh, yeah, but Brett's, yeah. uh, Brett's got a lot of years on me, and then... Uh, I don't have a lot, a lot of anything. years. <laughs> well, not a... Okay, but he's got a few Brett's years on me. Brett's got two uh, yeah. wars worth of years on me. <laughs> what are you, Brett? Like 300? Um... No, but but yeah, Brett. I feel like um, has a little bit more of that. Uh, what, do, what do you call that? Hypochondriac. Yeah, I do. Um, hmm. Oh yeah. The I, other day. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Ahead, sorry. I was gonna say the other day at work, um, I was in the bathroom like just pissing or something, and I like I rolled my neck. You guys ever do that? Like you get a stiff neck and you just you roll it, and uh, I saw like extremely bright stars in the corner of my eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that my fucking spinal cord breaking or do I have a tumor? Because <laughs> everything I think, everything is now, I think, a tumor. Every headache, every time I'm tired, it's got to be a tumor. When that happens to me, my thought is it's because uh, I like to get overly analytical about these things. I like to think I have a muscle knot in a particular spot in my neck that then pressed on some sort of vein or artery that cut off a little bit of blood circulation in my brain even if you have like problems with your neck it can fuck with blood flow to your brain a little mm -hmm. bit like in yeah. ways that are not super dangerous but are certainly noticeable hmm. like seeing stars yeah so puke when you have these thoughts and feelings what goes through your head like do you think you're gonna die right there no, I think it's going to be mainly my thoughts are, ah, fuck, I'm going to miss like those cool movies. What is, what's going to happen? Like, uh, you know, because I have fear of like missing out on things because I'm I'm very curious minded type of person. So I always think about like, oh, I'm going to miss out on learning about something or seeing something that I haven't seen yet. And then it goes into thoughts of, well, what would happen if I died? Like, would the cat be OK? Uh, who's going to get my Bitcoin? Do I have Nobody. a yeah. a, uh, oh. a beneficiary for my 401k to my brother or something, you know, things like that. And then I I, I basically tell myself that's that's uh, probably not going to happen, and I move on. I do think about, like, I need to give somebody all my passwords for, like, all the school suck stuff. Because, like, if I die, no one can access any of it. Yeah. If I ever die, just go on my computer and uh, go on my Evernote, and you'll find everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Andrew, yeah, you'll definitely know what your next workout is. There's a concept <laughs> called unemployable when you do stuff like Andrew or Brett or I do long enough. You just, you're not, you lose the employee stuff. And so you can't really work for people. And Andrew's unemployable for many reasons. But one of them is that literally <laughs> you can walk by his computer screen and 60% of the time there's probably an Evernote note with a password just open, yeah. visible. Yeah, but no one's going to see it that I don't trust. It, uh, I mean, it's Unless all the same password. The house. It's when all the same password. I had all my like, recovery codes, like my paper wallet codes um, in Evernote, and I deleted that shit. On purpose? No, I wrote them on paper. Like, I didn't yeah, want them in get, Evernote anymore. You should probably get, like... Um, Did you yeah. delete them from the trash, too? Uh, I think so, yeah. Double check. Yeah, you're right. No, I just... You're gonna deleted the actual text and I copied and pasted it somewhere on a like a word document. 
Ah, but that's yeah, but that's still unencrypted on your computer. So if that ever gets hacked into, I think the best way to do well, it I is wrote to them have on something. Paper. In, yeah. Oh, like uh, waterproof paper. Did you duplicate them and put one in a safety deposit box offsite? Oh no, it was toilet paper. <laughs> and no. I used it. <laughs> no. Oh. And then you put it in the poop tube, and it went. <laughs> I was like, was Andrew, <laughs> take care of this for me. <laughs> if I but have I have the same thoughts about. Uh, like my photography backups, I really need to get them uh, duplicated and off-site. I haven't, I, I did that if, like for several years. And then since I moved to Pennsylvania, I haven't had off-site backup because my, one of my great paranoias is a house fire. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all my hard drives and shit they happen. are in the house. And uh, that's terrifying. I do have a lot of cloud storage backup though. So I'm I'm pretty safe there, but. That's one of the things that, like, is important if you, I don't know, I hear these horror stories about people, you know, the, the fucking, the guy that lost his uh, password to a hard drive that had 15 billion Bitcoin on it or some shit, you know, and all they can do is just stare at it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I think for the most part, I don't have any passwords that aren't recoverable. Yeah, I mean, it helps if you're just a Luddite and you don't <laughs> give a shit about anything like that. But. Well, also, I, I think, uh, no... I should up this a little bit. I should up my game. My uncle has what he calls his death box. And if he dies, (laughs) I have to go in his house and do his one room and do his uh, closet. And there's a box in there with instructions on what to do if he dies. Except I forgot the instructions on like how to get in the box (laughs) or something. I don't remember. I always forget. But every time he goes on a trip, he goes, okay, I'm going to Florida. You know, the death box situation. And I go, oh, yeah. But I only say, oh, yeah, confidently because he told me so many times, but I always forget immediately because I go, you're not going to die. I don't yeah. want to think about that. Who dies I don't want to think about your di- you dying. So <laughs> whatever, whatever thoughts come along with uh, you dying, I expel, expel from my mind, including your death box situation. Mm. You know, when your uncle Plus goes to work, if there's a stranger sleeping in his house, he says, hey, don't jerk off. There's cameras here. <laughs> that uncle, uncle, Andrew's uncle said that to me. Nice. <laughs> Back in 2017, I was dropped off there one night, and uh, where wait, was I? No, maybe I had my car. I don't know. No, yeah, no, you, yeah, you were. Uh, I you, was with a woman. You were with a woman, so you dropped me off at Uncle's house. Uh, I go in there. <clears throat> I see some kind of animal in the yard while I'm outside. Oh, right. Um, on the phone, and I don't know what it is. I think it was a werewolf. <laughs> <clears throat> scared the shit out of me. I dropped my phone and my vape and ran in the house. It was that it was that intense. So I go on the couch, I sleep, uh uncle wakes me up with the uh the warning. Don't jerk off. <laughs> or don't geez, don't play with your dick or something. Yeah, weird. that was that was nice of him, right? Ah, uh, I mean, I never would have known. It wasn't like I would have enjoyed playing with my dick any less. Not, but wouldn't it be weirder if like a year later you found out some story where he was like, oh, yeah, on my cameras that I watch my dogs with when I'm at work, I caught this thing. And then you think back, oh, I jerked off in there mm-hmm. on camera. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I need to up my game. I think I need to write things on paper and have a plan and put it in the safe <clears throat> or something. Um, because up to this point, like anything where I go, in case of death, send this money or this thing to this person – it's always just been Nick purely because I've memorized his address and his phone number. And it's been that way for, I don't know, a decade. 
Okay, sure. I need a Nick who's not Nick because that's obviously off the table. Nick says that he's devised the nine-person escape room puzzle to figure out his secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you should uh, you should definitely think about that stuff because I mean, not not just it's not just death, but like, what if something happens and you have to be like in the hospital or some shit, and your uh, your jaw is uh, wired shut? I don't know, <laughs> and your fingers are all broken, all ten of them, so you can't write stuff down, or you're just dead. Yeah, well, mm, the first I think you would worry about it uh, yeah. less if you were dead. I mean, if you're still alive, you might, you might you might be happy to have a little backup plan. Sure, maybe not. But I don't know. Andrew's uh, he's he's really got a I don't give a fuck attitude about a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> Andrew, what are you writing? A note. I feel like at this point, there's a there's got to be some sort of app for this. For, for game passwords? Well, for game of like, if you don't have that, if you don't have a Nick in your life, there's such great opportunity to make a fun little game out of like, if I die, here's a series of 14 clues, and whoever figures them out first gets whatever. Yeah, it's exactly what instructions Nick are. But Nick, I'm assuming, is entrusting this information to people that he knows and loves. I'm talking about just random strangers. You put it on the app, oh, and whoever, oh. anyone across yeah. oh, the world, that's fun. Yeah. And then you can be famous in death. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Of course, you'd have to have enough stuff to give away for someone to care. Uh, people just like solving puzzles. If they're going to be doing, uh, oh, what, maybe. what's it called, a Candy Crush all day, they might as well be <laughs> potentially earning millions of dollars in Bitcoin on your hard drive. I mean, the amount of effort we put into looking for a, a fucking Candyman's secret tag. Yeah, yeah geocaching. You're right. Yeah. We could devise um clever treasure hunts for people to have their loved ones do when they die like that could just be our job it's like a whole business yeah i think it should be non-restricted to loved ones though okay yeah there's a lot more non-loved ones in everybody's life than there are loved ones but when i'm walking around and i'm thinking oh i could die right now I'm not worried about dying. I'm worried about the circumstances of my environment in which I'm dying in. Like last night, Alex, you and I went to a a nice fancy dinner and I was, you know, dressed all right and and like, you know, feeling okay. And I thought, okay, now would be a good time to die. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Steaks were great. Yeah. Great steak. They were cooked. uh, What's the term for a a steak that's cooked correctly? Is that it? Because you can't say the steak's cooked well if you ordered medium rare. That's not true. Steak was cooked very nicely. A properly cooked very steak. Very nicely. Yeah. Steak was cooked goodest. It was good. The steak was good. The temperature and texture of the steak was cooked according to the words that I said to the waitress. And it was good. <laughs> this place done good. Man, you guys get to go to restaurants? Yeah. They don't do that in California anymore? Uh, they just, like last week, they allowed restaurants to have indoor dining again. No, I'm sorry, outdoor dining. It was, uh, like takeout only for, I don't know, since the fucking election or something, I think. Did you go eat outdoors? No. Why not? Ah, because I, uh, I buy groceries and I eat in these doors. But you eat for free. Go eat outdoors. I don't know. It is... 
It's probably too cold. Like no. No, it's not. It was like 70 today. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> it's like eight. It, oh, and that's the only number? Yeah. Sweet Jesus. In the um, house. Yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't like going to restaurants alone. I've never, I like going to restaurants with people. Maybe that's all the, the reason, oh, that's all the more reason to do it. Sure. It's uncomfortable <laughs> to do alone. So if you go do it alone, you can grow the I don't most. Know. Well, I don't know if it's uncomfortable. It's just boring. And <clears throat> make know. it. It's up to you to make it not boring. Oh, I'll bring a parcheesy game. Yeah, and invite somebody to, to join in. get cheesy with you. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been trying to find more enjoyment in uh, being bored these days. Yeah, really important to get really bored with yourself. No. Yeah. Why? Because. Why? Experience yourself. No, because then I just go, I have shit I should be doing. No, 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 no. You're doing it wrong. It's at a time where you can do no more shit. I either want to be doing shit or I want to be completely wasting time. Well, maybe then it's right before you go to bed. Like today, you shut I was off that TV. Wasting time. You shut off that TV that you've got lighting up your whole room at full volume. <laughs> Jeez. Right? At full volume? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you at full volume. It's, I, it's barely audible to me. I, there were times in other buildings, where was it, where I was like, there's no way that guy is up there sleeping. I think it was when we were in, um, fuck, uh, the the house in the south side of Pittsburgh. What's that place? What's it called? Shady Hill. Okay. Okay, so we're in Shady Hill, and I'm sleeping downstairs, and you're upstairs. And it's like, it sounds like there's a fucking war up there. You're watching, like, Terminator. And it's so loud <laughs> And wait, was this the house that Puke and I rented together when we first moved here? No, no, no. It was at Shady Hill, and you okay. and I were sleeping there one night. Okay. And you're up with a 70 inch TV uh-huh. and watching Terminator Salvation or something, or okay. Genesis, or uh, the one after that. I probably wasn't happy about it. No. But good thing you were asleep, <laughs> which I don't know how. That's not like top quality sleep. <laughs> so here's what you do you shut off that TV and you lie there in the dark by yourself, mm-hmm. lay there. Either with your uh, Costco Quest Bar wrappers lying next to you, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and a half a sausage, and then you just go, "I'm Andrew. Here I am, just by myself." Before I finish the word "am," I'll be asleep. No, I will. Then you sit up. Oh. This is what showers are for. Showers are good for this. Sauna is good for this. Um, meditation, probably the best for this. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I've been getting at. I've, it, I'm at a point in my life where I don't want to just watch TV and eat Quest bars and jerk off when there's not other things on the agenda to do. And sometimes you can't go hiking. That's another thing you can pretty much always do. Sometimes it's too cold or rainy. Yeah. If I'm laying in bed, sitting, if I'm sitting in bed at night, sober, awake, just having to think? No, what? you don't have to think. Okay. Just be bored. Be bored. If I'm just sitting there bored, I'm going to think. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So what's the, out, what's, what's the desired outcome here? Just be with yourself. Mm. Okay. Because what's going to happen is I'll be sitting there, and the next thing I know, I'm just going to simply start hearing a rendition of Enya from Brett. Like, that's what's going to my mind. <laughs> And I'm just going to sit there and I'm going to go, holy fuck. 
Today was such a waste. Here are all the things I didn't accomplish. I didn't accomplish uh, doing some accounting. Uh, I railed out these tasks this morning when I was trying to be mindful. And now it's the end of the day and I'm being mindful. And I didn't accomplish that either. It's time to turn on to the nature four. Okay, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. We've talked for too long. I can't do my Enya. Enya's pretty hard. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, the but before bed, it's hard. Still, to, <laughs> it's hard to uh, it's hard to do the thoughts thing before bed. Yeah, like I was all my problems with that. All my journals and stuff have like a yeah. In the evening, you journal like just a little tiny bit. Is you just write this one thing down? And I go no, no, I'll just do it in the morning. Do you I do never it do morning? it in the evening. I journal every day. I'm I journaling always, tonight I, before bed. I catch it up in the, the morning, end. but I never do it in the evening. Mm. The Turn only the time I've done it in the evening is like, I go, it's five o'clock. I'm done doing productive things for the day. Before I finish, I will write this stuff. And then I go and have the rest of my day. But it didn't do anything for me. I think there's a, there's a difference though. Like this before bed thing is a whole, it's a whole dynamic. Not, uh, it brings extra things to it versus it's 2 PM on a Sunday and you don't have anything rest to do for the rest of the day. And not trying to fill that with a thing, immediately at least. Because before bed, I hear what you're saying. I like I've had my recent move has been to read a book before going to bed because otherwise I was like, even not not even necessarily thinking. I was just like, there's something to do, and I wasn't able to fall asleep because I felt this feeling that there was something to do, or I was scrolling through Twitter. Oh, I can still fall asleep for too long. Versus when it's 2 p.m., it's okay to like, you know, I'm just going to sit here and maybe I'll nap and maybe I'll think or maybe I'll just literally stare out the window and not do either of those other things. Well, like, okay, here's something I'm jealous of. Living with Puke, I've noticed that like it can be eight something at night or nine something at night and he can lay in bed and just read. And I go, how does he do that? How does he do that? Yeah. Look how happy he seems just laying there reading. (laughs) Why do you How watch do you a man in bed? <laughs> I, I walk by the room. Okay. Because he, he leaves his door open. Yeah, for the cat. For the cat. Oh, puke. You don't need to leave the door open for the cat. How dare you? Why? You don't need to leave the door open for the cat. The cat just wants to lay in the bed. He doesn't care if the door's open or closed. He just wants to lay in the bed. Oh. What if, what if he has to poop in the middle of the night? Then he'll meow at you and wake you up. Well, I don't fucking want that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, does he Neither do, do I, but it's better than having the door open where everything else wakes you up. Oh, okay. I guess. I, I don't know. It's usually not a, that big of a problem. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always been a uh, a reader before I go to sleep. I um, like sometimes I get into bad habits where I uh, fuck around on Twitter or YouTube or something with the iPad. And that's usually mm-hmm. uh, bad for sleep, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I, I try to, you know, make sure that I have a novel uh, that is, you know, something completely unrelated to any other the dumb shit that happens in our regular lives. So usually science fiction. And uh, yeah, it's great because it's just, it, it like it gives your brain, I think something to do to sort of just wind down and then you just get to a point and you're like super sleepy and you go to sleep. That's exactly what happens for me. And I wish I would have uh, followed your cue on that earlier. You have the Kindle yeah. too, right? I do have a Kindle. Yeah. So you read the Kindle, you don't check Twitter. I got this service called Scribd. Scribd. It's $9 a month. $10 a month. $9.99 a month. Is that where it truncates the books for you? 
Uh, sometimes, but sometimes you can find the whole book. Okay. So I do both, which is really nice. And there's audio books on there, too. Mm. It's amazing Ooh. for 10 bucks. You can't read an audio book, though. No, you can listen to it, though. Yeah, I don't like uh, audio. Audio books are no good for before you go to bed because then you're just laying there staring off into space listening to something. It's not just, yeah. like, I would fall asleep before I even got one sentence in. I don't know. Yeah, plus how would you hear the TV? Right. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm starting to learn things. Like I, I overheard Brett describing me to somebody. Yeah. And he's just like, my friend Andrew, this guy, he's really strong, but... All he does is smoke cigarettes and eat sausage. That's his whole life, smoking cigarettes and eating sausage. That's not how and I told the strong, story. But, man, like, he's going to die like 15 times tomorrow alone. No, I didn't say anything like that. So I was talking about Max's Allegheny Tavern, where we've all been, and we've all had great meals, and many of those meals involved sausage. So I was saying to this person about going to Max's Allegheny Tavern, it's really just going to be a parade of sausage was the term that I used, which is, you know. My friend Andrew would just allow that parade of sausage to enter his body all day. Yeah. And I said, my friend Andrew will eat sausage all day. Something like that. And yeah. then I mentioned later, my friend Andrew smokes. And then later, I was having a conversation with the same person. I said, my friend Andrew went to the gym. We would go to the gym together and we, you know, we do pretty much all the same stuff at around the same... Uh, Andrew's still a little stronger than I am right now, and maybe that's permanent. Uh, I don't know. Only in some areas. I, yeah, but it uh, could be just because I started working out a month ago, but uh, it also could be... You started working out 23 years ago. No, I know, but I've been off <laughs> just doing the bands, like not using any weights mm. for nine months. Makes a big difference. Me too. Yeah. What? Oh, really? Yeah. No, but you were back at the gym before I was. Yeah, I went back in November. Yeah, so I went back in January, basically. December. Till the end of the last week of December, yeah. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, you know? He's got thicker hands, I see that. Yeah, oh, yeah. my hands are fucking weak. Like, that's what, that's what fails at the gym, my hands. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other day, things anymore. I'm doing deadlifts, and you're like, hey, I've got these uh, little wrist things where you... It's like the ones where you wrap it around the bar, and he's yeah. like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, those are for pussies, and you don't get grip strength when you use them. Well, we also do stuff to get grip strength. So we want to do... I agree, and that was always my philosophy, is don't use those things. I'm the man who doesn't wear gloves in spite of any scenario. Okay. That's All right. True. Well, like you could be like, Andrew, grab that molten hot ball of melted metal. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, where'd I put it? Tell yeah. me quick, it hurts. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. So the the thing is, is like as we're able to lift heavy and heavier weights where our grip feels fails first, it might make sense to, you know, do things so we can get maximum fatigue out of the muscles that we're working. Right. When we want it. We don't want it every set, but sometimes we do. And that's the thing. Like normally I'm just like, yeah, just tough it out. Whatever. I don't need to incorporate extra things in here because mm -hmm. then I'll start needing them like slippers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if something is slipping out of your hand, you're also increasing your risk of injury. Right. And then I go to the gym and I start these things and I'm like, ow, my fingies. Yeah. <laughs> Do they, does this gym have those? Uh, you'll find them generally at climbing uh indoor climbing spaces they're just it's literally a like one inch thick piece of wood bolted into the wall and the whole point is you put your little fingertips on it and then you hang to increase your grip strength mm -hmm. yeah i think that was well we do like lots of forearm stuff we could make one of those at home 
in the garage. We don't do lots of forum <laughs> stuff. We do some forum stuff. And we are often working on things that are strengthening our grip, like doing pull-ups with weights and other things, too. Andrew needs to get some of those uh, squeezy finger things so that Ooh, when I he's doing some squeezies. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah my grandpa Andrew, Andrew, always had when, those. When yeah, when you're on the phone, you have to sit back oh, like a right. businessman, yeah. talk well, on the phone and squeeze that thing. Tennis ball works. No, I like yeah. the squeezy thing with the spring in the middle of it. My yeah. grandpa always had those, and I would be like, boy, really? and I walk around the basement, my grandpa's space at his house, and that's where he would do his, his stupid workouts that I always watched him do. Calisthenics? With, yeah, with a, with a yardstick. Mm-hmm. He would be wearing what? boxers and a tucked-in white wife beater. And yeah. he was 90. And he, would, he, would, he had a yardstick and a chair, and he would do things with it. Mm-hmm. It's great, and that was that was it. And I would just watch him do this. Panicking. But he also had these grippy things in the basement, and this is like for I don't know the first decade and a half of my life. The only place I ever saw these grippy things were in my grandpa's basement. Also, another area where I, I don't think I've ever seen these anywhere else. But he had these things he would place on the hood of his car. These little things that were shaped like a jet turbine, mm-hmm. and he would use putty. To stick them on his fenders. Mm, yep. He would put one on each side. Yep. These made a high-pitched whistling noise. For deer. The deer whistlers. Yes, the yeah. deer whistlers. Yeah. I never saw these anywhere else but with this grandpa. Also, My grandfather had them. Really, Everyone in Vermont has them. Really? Yeah, because deer just run out of the woods. There's more, more deer here than Vermont. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, population probably. density. Fucking Google it. Um, also, well, wait, in this part, well, where Pennsylvania, uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Population There's a density. lot of fucking deer in Pennsylvania guys. So additionally, I had this thought too. I've thought this for a long time. I think my entire life, my grandfather is a skinny, bald, hunched over tiny Jewish man. He's very, very old. He was very old when I was born and he's still alive. Yeah. I don't know how, but he always reminded me of an old, fragile, boring, white, Jewish Snoop Dogg. (laughs) If you had a picture of my grandfather, which I don't think there are any pictures of him, but if you had a picture of him and Snoop Dogg side by side, if you just went back and forth and looked really quickly and it was like black and white, like non-color photo, you don't know. You would just get confused. Right. Right. And as Snoop Dogg gets older, he's looking more like my grandfather. Right. Yeah. I saw Snoop Dogg in a commercial like yesterday, and I went, holy shit, that's Irv. Wow. (laughs) Commercial for what? I don't remember. Weed. (laughs) Well, you know, it's nice to have a grandpa. I never had one. How about that for a new topic? I never had one. Never had one. Wow. I bet you did it, it was, uh, somehow. No, my dad's grandfather died. When what are you he, fucking Jesus? My dad, my paternal grandfather, my dad's father died when my dad was five. And but I mean, you still was, had a grandfather. He just wasn't alive. Well, I never had him. Did you have mm. a step grandfather? Nope. Never. And my mom's dad died like three months after I was born. So I had one for three months, but I don't mm. fucking remember that. He didn't journal about him. No, to save the memory. <laughs> no. <laughs> You know, you're talking about people uh, uh, talking about other people. So I, I work with this. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. You were talking about like how well, we, Andrew. We, had, we are at least people talking about other people. Yeah. No, Andrew said, you know, oh, is this uh, how Brett talks about me? And you were talking about you don't wear gloves. 
And uh, I was, I, I've been working with um, this guy who's a, uh, he's like a little Chinese uh, descent gentleman. What's uh, his first with a name? Very strong accent. What's his first name? Beishu. What's wow. his American name? Uh, that's Brad? it that I know of. No, he doesn't oh. have one. Oh, he's he, that, you should give him one. He's that Chinese. Is he not actually or Chinese? Well, I mean, he's. I think he's from China. Well, so then he's actually Chinese. He's not descended yeah. from China. Chinaman. He's I, a Chinaman. Okay. Oh, you're the Chinaman. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> both of those statements are true. All right. So what? Um, what about Beijing? So I. Uh, we were. Yeah, we were working with wood, uh, putting together crates, and like every time he touches a piece of wood, he has to put on gloves first. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh shit, is this how Andrew annoying is that? Me? <laughs> I was like, nah, it's fine. It's just a little wood. It's not that bad. And, uh, and then I was like, oh no, I just had a, <laughs> a an epiphany that this is probably how Andrew thinks of me every time I put on my gloves. Is it? Do you have driving gloves? I do. I They're think best for the winter or the summer. I have driving gloves. <laughs> Are they the Be- best for the winter and the summer? No, they're a requirement to drive in these races that I drive Why? in. Wait, what? Otherwise, I wouldn't wear them. Why are they required? Who requires gloves? In case you catch on fire. fire. How many Everything times- I wear in that race car. How many times have you caught on fire in a car? Uh, none. Okay. Thankfully, so then- none, bro. But I can't Not race needed. in the race without all this fire stuff. How many people in these races have caught on fire? A lot. It's required PPE. Not when I was racing them, but the day before I raced last time? Yeah. Someone caught fire. On the steering wheel. In the car. Like the car caught fire. (laughs) Well, the person caught fire. The person themselves. Yes. Jesus. They had to get out of the car that was on fire. Alex, you need to look up some videos from the 70s or 60s. We were watching. uh, Just Google Nikki Lauda. We, oh, yeah, we did watch one. the video of that one Mercedes that kept flipping in the Le Mans races. Oh, yeah. The one that like goes up into the air and then into the trees? Yeah, yeah. the CLK GTR. Yeah. Anyone interested in horrific, uh, crazy car accidents, watch. It's this. honestly, it's not even that horrific because it's <clears throat> YouTube old. CLK GTR. It's not old. It's fucking 1997. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time ago. Jesus. I was barely alive. Plus, the way that this car flips is so cartoonish. It's like, it doesn't even, it's not even a car. It's like uh, a Hot Wheels that is human sized and happens to have a person in it flipping. It's not. Was like, that at Watkins uh, Glen? I don't remember where. Hmm. It happened but, three uh, times apparently, and twice to the same dude. Yeah. Wow. Good times. And then in the video that we watched, it cuts to the the pit crew, and and they all just like are standing there looking at the screen, and they're they're. They're dejected, but the way they're standing there, there's like no, oh my gosh, this is horrific. They're just like, ah, oh, god damn it. Well, yeah, well, it happened again. Shouldn't that? It's a German team, first of all, so they don't care about so, human life. Oh, god damn it, should be the the, <laughs> you know, the takeaway. Oh scheiße. Yep. Yeah. So I think that for me contributed to it's old. It looks cartoonish, and then the pit crew didn't really seem to care. So it's it. It's not really that, uh, what'd you call it? Like, uh, <laughs> dramatic, horrific, horrific. Yeah. It's not horrific. Yeah. But you know, sometimes engineers try to push things too far and they experiment yeah. with things and you know, it doesn't always go that well. Occasionally uh, the Germans, right? Yeah. They push. 
Yeah, say, yeah, I like to push. Sometimes I feel like my anus is full. They outsmart themselves. So I find a boy, a teen boy, not a boy boy, but a teen. What do you do with a teen? I push, I push, and I say, you hold still. You lie there and you hold still. This is a party that we are having. You have been invited to our party. Oh, I like parties. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> you want to see a car crash that's... Oh, uh, still German. <laughs> uh, what? If you want to I see a car crash... But I am also German, too. This is odd. It sounds like it should be right. What do you do while you're German? I push. Yeah, I push. Sometimes you gotta go, oh. Make sure you got it all out. And then you look at the boy who's under you and you say, what? Breakfast. Yeah. So if you want to see a, a crash from uh, last year, Romain Grosjean uh, in Formula One crashed very violently. And he, uh, he caught on fire. See? Yeah, how much fire. faster is he going than the races you're in? Uh, I'm about probably about cars. 120 faster than yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's fires involved at those speeds. They're pretty rare nowadays, though, thankfully. But not in the kinds of cars that I race. What? Yeah. A fucking a spec Miata is not as sophisticated as far as fire suppression as a yeah, multi-million true. dollar Formula One car. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of cars do you race? Uh, burning, burning. <laughs> Ones that I hope cars. don't catch fire. I drive on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down. <laughs> Honestly, though, like I can tell you, the mindset of that I have when I'm racing, like that that wheel to wheel Miata race that I did. In do you September, think about death? How much death? No, not at all. I don't think about that at all. But I can tell you, if I did see flames like coming up from the cowl, like underneath the hood, yeah. as I'm driving, if I'm close to the end. You're I'm gonna, gonna keep, it. yeah. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, because you might win. Right, you can't stop now. Yes. And how cool would it be to like cross the finish line on fucking fire? Yeah, if you go fast enough, it puts the fire out. I think. Yeah, I think that's how science. And I got works. a fire suit. Like I can be on fire for you know like one and a half <laughs> to three you, seconds yeah. before it even before I even notice it. Right. That Nomex is good stuff, except for on the face. Do you have a? Do you have one of those socks with just the eye holes? Uh, it's put over your head. Yeah, it's covering my my head and neck and chin and all that. But not your face. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have to. I have to wear it. There's a oh. lot of shit I gotta do. Yeah, I didn't know there were there was that much PPE for the spec Miata stuff. Well, the wheel to wheel stuff, yes. Yeah. When Makes I did sense. just the the track day, that was not technically wheel to wheel. Yeah. That I just had to have non flammable clothing that was long sleeve. Wool, yeah, and, and like leather shoes. Yeah, wool is not uh, flammable. Wool, well, it's flammable. It doesn't melt. Synthetics melt, mm-hmm. and then they melt into your skin. Correct, and that's that's generally worse. <laughs> <laughs> Google Nikki Lauda. Melt yeah. <laughs> so this is my last weekend. Uh, well, yeah. Basically, my last weekend, my last week in Fremont, California, heading down to SoCal. How do you feel next. about it? Ugh. 
not as good. I um Why? I feel like there's going to be I feel like there's going to be less cool things to go see because LA is just a giant expanse of shit. Mm. Yeah, based but, on the last two times I've been there. You still got coastline, you got better weather. Yeah, I'll have to I'm sure I'll I'll because I felt the same way when I came out here, pretty much. So I'll have to, I'll have to explore. You'll, you'll have pure desert, Venice Maybe Beach. I, oh yeah, desert. Hmm. Join a drum. I got to get out to that Death Valley. Go look for tarantulas and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I could go to Camp Lejeune. Huh? <laughs> Camp Lejeune is right there. What's that? A marine base. Oh. I thought it was like a cult. Uh, I mean, kind of. Do they do it's tours? The Marines. What's that? Do they do tours? Uh, probably not. But you can get on any I base. You just have to sign up with a, uh, a driver's license. Isn't that the whole point of infantry is you send them on tour? Yes. But they don't They tour around tours. Paris and Germany. It's a one-sided tour. Yeah. But I don't know. I got a uh, My Airbnb is going to be a house this time instead of an apartment. So that would be cool. Get a cat. I, I, get a dog. <laughs> get a goat. Leave the door open while you poop. Yeah. I'm hoping that I just have like a deck outside. Maybe there'll be a grill there. That'd be handy. Ooh. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So uh, it'll be good when this whole move stuff is over because goddamn, it's been stressful. A lot of work. Did lot you already of, uh, talk logistics. about on the show why you had to go out to California? I know it's for the job, but like. Why didn't they just say someone else do it? Because uh, I wanted to be employed, and this was how they were going to do it. I so. don't know. All these big companies that you work for, I just don't understand. Like the, I've been drinking out of a cup that says L3 Brad shares some other word, and I don't understand why the other two words beyond L3 are part of the name. <laughs> because that's the, uh, the, the business unit. So they're like the, the, the Brashear is the name of the, the, the specific location. L3 was the corporation. Yeah. Uh, see, I just, uh, when just people do this, I just you. say my name. Alex Bell. was the guy who didn't want to touch wood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was his it name? Is. That's yeah, the best thing guy. he said today. Beiju. <laughs> Be- oh, Beiju. Okay. Which also sounds Beiju. like a, oh, okay, Shu. I was going to say, Beiju I thought was a French word for like some sort of sauce. It might be. Aju. Aju? But uh, yeah, I mean, oh, it's, jubi, yeah, jubi, it's, jubi. that's the it's a song. I'm sorry. And also, yeah. everything I said on the discomfort zone was better than that. Okay. I don't know, man. It was, <laughs> it was gold. The yeah, it it is a weird situation. Um, it just happens to be that the you know the job that I got required me to come out here for several fucking months and learn some stuff, and there wasn't there wasn't anything to do back at the location that we're setting up. In Pennsylvania, mm. so nice. is what it is, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've gotten to see a lot of cool stuff. So yeah. there's that, like that tidal pool in the Black Rocks. Yeah, you can see it right here. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're not watching the live stream. Yeah, fuck people. you. You suck our dicks. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. What? A very quick break. Yeah, so okay. we can come back and do the second half and finish the show because it's very late. The second quarter. Yes. No, the third, qu- fourth quarter. The fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is this football? During the break, you're going to yeah. hear a clip from the discomfort zone, which Brett and I just recorded. It was one of my favorite ones ever. Yeah. 
because, man, when somebody else has a problem, I know what to do. Yeah, so you know what to do. I thank you. I agree that you do too. When we have problems, we don't know what to do. Hmm. I have a problem that stems from the discomfort zone. Maybe you guys can solve it for me. Let's solve it after the break. Yeah. Oh, great. All right. Bye, everyone. See you in one minute. We recorded Saturday night. It is now Tuesday morning. The reason the episode was not edited and released Sunday is because Brett was supposed to get us a clip from the latest discomfort zone. Instead, I've received this message. Puke, I can't get you a TDZ clip until later tonight so it might be good to just run with the first two minutes of season 4 episode 1. I'm sorry. How about let's just get back to the show. We've made the fans wait too long for what they really want as it is. Oh yeah, the discomfort zone. You have a problem with it. Yeah, well, I have a problem that's going to stem from it. Uh Uh-oh. Which is, you mentioned something about blasting Glenn Campbell tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Nope, I mentioned blasting Herb Albert tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. One of those guys who crooned in like 1955 to 1972. That's all I know. Yeah, you got the right... the, The years are in there, but... Yeah. And I, if it was Monday morning, I would say yes. But tomorrow morning, because we're doing the show this late, I'm uh, would prefer to wake up at seven a.m. Okay, then whenever you wake up, is the, the you the light turning on in your room is my signal. Herb Albert and the trigger that I'm going to use to start that brass. Do we have Alexa set up? We could say Alexa when the light turns on, trigger Herb Albert. No, and, and and whatever speakers hooked into that, I don't like. Why would we want a giant corporation collecting information about us? Yeah. I don't know, puke. Doesn't collect anything about me. Well, it's because you're 3,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, nah, well, I got the I brought an Alexa with me, so. <laughs> <laughs> that way that way they can collect all, you know, I mean, I don't want them to miss out on collecting. <laughs> 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 Pukes an archivist at heart. Can yeah. we? Is there a way that like we can see a printout of of your conversations with the Alexa? So, uh, God, I can. hope not. Somebody yeah. definitely can. Uh, there's got to be somewhere. I want to get this. I want to read it on the show. Yeah, I just want to read whatever you said to Alexa on the show. Well, I can summarize it. It's probably um, what is the weather? Connect Bluetooth. Turn off alarm. Set timer. That's going to be like ninety nine percent of it. Does Alexa get defensive when you curse at her? Yeah, it'll say like I be I nice know, or something. Some... Yeah, that's Alexa. Not eat a bag of dicks. Mm. I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> could you hear that? Yes, yeah. we could. Well, that's not too bad. Google got a little snarky with me when I cursed her out. Yeah, I don't like these. Uh, you know, these fake AI ish. You don't. You I think you do. To. Not being able to. Cu- I don't like it that they chide you if you curse at them. Like fuck them, they're a fucking fake ass piece of shit. Yeah, like, I can I can say anything I want. Hey Alexa, you work for me. And then a bunch of yeah, people. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like look what this guy said. At Amazon has transcripts print out of your thoughts. Yeah, but I like I brought it with me so that I have an alarm and a Bluetooth speaker, and then any other reason that I need to use an Alexa, like for a cooking timer, they're great for that. So and anything you guys don't like in that house, you can just unplug it. 
I mean, I'm not there. <laughs> or put a hat over it. Just put a hat over it. So, um, I, I something happened this week that made me realize what the future is going to look like. And we all know that I don't like the future. Mm. But this was a real grim, <laughs> grim window in oh, the no. future. Do I even know about this? Grim dough. Yeah. No, you don't know about this. Oh, no. Um, You've kept this a secret. Yeah. Meaning it really must be bothering you. So I know everyone's all worried about, oh, the leftists are going to do whatever to the economy. And, you know, we're going to, no one's going to have food. Whatever. Who's worried about that? Everybody else but me. Um, And then everyone else is all like, oh, we're going to get canceled and we're not going to be able to talk. Whatever. I'm worried about that. Yeah, you. You're what? You're one of the most people that's worried about this shit, Andrew. Nope. I'm worried about individuals hearing things that I have said. I'm not worried about getting canceled. I'm worried about. So you make a distinction? Yes. Between. Um, However, what I saw that was a lot more real to me was uh, I had to buy supplies uh, two days in a row for my houses and i went where can i get these supplies for cheap well first off i went to amazon because i can just get it delivered right and that's great and i I, but i hate the fact that i'm going to amazon i'd rather go to a local store but either way i went on amazon and i ordered towels and sheets two things that i spent a lot of money on for my houses and my cleaner was like ah i need these towels and sheets blah, blah 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 so i said okay i'm ordering them right now they're gonna be delivered tomorrow tomorrow comes and towels and sheets Uh-oh. didn't come Right. Right? So then, the next day, the day after they were supposed to be delivered, I'm looking at the tracking information. For some reason, my shipment got split. And some of it was going to be delivered in a couple more days. The other part of the shipment was just returned to Amazon. Like, we, we don't know. We gave up. Yeah. We don't know what lots happened. Of problems. We don't know what happened. We just gave up. And I went, well, this is awesome. That really solved my problem, didn't it, Amazon? Yeah. So then, because I'm already past my deadline of when I expect to get these things and deliver them to my cleaner, I went, well, I guess I'll go to Walmart. I can surely get cheap sheets and towels from Walmart. So I go to Walmart. One would think, yeah. And everything about this experience is the worst. Mm. I'm in a poor town and a poor area with poor people at 9.30 a.m. on a Tuesday, I don't know, Wednesday, nothing but poor people, mm-hmm. right? And I go into Walmart, and as I'm walking in, the poor parade of poor people that are parading in parade to the store, poor. they just slow down or come to a stop, and I'm just waiting behind them, and I'm waiting. I'm in line to get into the store because these people are just taking... They have nowhere to be. They have nowhere to be. Otherwise, why are they at Walmart mm-hmm. on a Wednesday morning at 9.30 in the morning? Why were you there? Because I had to get supplies. What do you think they were doing? Spending welfare money. Well, they might have been getting supplies. <laughs> With welfare money. Uh, maybe. I, still supplies, though. Yeah, but I had to supply a business. They had to supply their fat, fucking, lethargic, scooter-riding faces. They make um, carrot cake Oreos these days. Okay. <laughs> I, that sounds terrible. That sounds awful. I already don't like Oreos <laughs> very much. I will eat a whole sleeve of them, and I did. <laughs> and you can probably get them at Walmart, so I feel those people and their needs. Okay. Um, well, 
I waited in line to get into Walmart, and as soon as I had the opportunity to pass, I did. However, my cart had a very obnoxious wobble. And oh, a, that was the worst. And a pull to one side. So now I'm like, do I go back to the beginning and get another cart that may or may not be better than this one and then wait in the parade mm-hmm. again? No, you take. You say this is an opportunity to work on my grip strength. Yep. Yeah. And so I do that, and I'm walking out with this cart that's super obnoxious. Shopping at Walmart. I go and I get what I need, and now I go to checkout. Every checkout line has about three people waiting to check out. Somehow, my checkout line took 28 minutes. No. You timed. 28 minutes. The woman at the front took 26 minutes. The person in front of me took two minutes. I took two minutes. Mm-hmm. The woman at the front, I could just tell everything that can go wrong with this is going to go wrong. She was in a scooter. She had two carts full of stuff. There was a man bagging groceries who was more interested in talking to her than he was bagging. And it just, the whole process took fucking forever. Mm-hmm. Finally, I get, and I'm just looking around at every single individual and I'm going, okay, who is upset by this? Whoever's Why upset the most. Why did you get this most, line? I was already committed. Once I was like no. eight minutes in, I'm committed. No. I'm not going to go jump no, another line. No, no. I know how that's going to go. The, the plague is only going to follow me to the other line. You use the criteria <laughs> in front of you to assess the other lines. When you see a woman in a, car, in a chair, one of those little electric things, you know, first of all, don't get behind that woman. But then when you see she has two cards, you say, oh, definitely don't get behind her. But when you do that anyway and you're eight minutes in, you say, oh, God, this is everything I knew it was going to be. And you change lines. Yeah, he wanted to wait in line for twenty eight minutes. Maybe this he did. A part of him did, so he could complain. This is my first time to Walmart in many months, and this is not like the Aspen Walmart mm-hmm. or the Aspen Wall Walmart. Right, right. This is the Butler Walmart. Oh yeah, I can't imagine it's good. This is the busiest place you could possibly go in Butler. Uh yeah, mm-hmm. the busiest. Even Sam's Club is very reasonable. Yeah, Sam's Club is fantastic. Yeah. Walmart, not so much. So I finally get checked out, and I start pushing the car to leave. And, of course, in front of me jumps every old fucking woman who has not worked a day in her life, who has always lived off the backs of everybody else, who is on welfare, who had children just to get more welfare money, and is now on some sort of disability, retirement, welfare, something or other, and they're fat. They all got in front of me just to make sure I could not exit the building in any kind of efficient manner. Then I do get to the exit. And now we're on the sidewalk about to cross the little drive area into the parking lot. All the old women just fan out. So I have no path around them. Mm. They just spread. Like You've seen days of thunder. Figure like, it out. Like fucking like, uh, like food dye when it's going through <laughs> the little dripper. Right? I was behind them. I was behind the food dye in the dripper as I'm exiting the store. And then when the doors <laughs> open for the store, that's like the drop falling out of the dripper. And then it lands in the glass of water and just spreads. That was the old woman flying I into the I pictured it more like birds flying in formation. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's better. Okay. But, I don't uh, know. I like, the, I like the food dropper. <laughs> then I get in my car with my Walmart shit. And I go, holy fuck, I'm so late. I'm so far behind schedule now. So I start driving. I hit the road, and within a mile, I'm on a road where the speed limit is 55, and we come to a complete stop. Why? Why, you don't ask? 
There's a big, horrible object in front of me. Was it the checkout guy? No. It was something called the BART bus. The Butler Area Rapid (laughs) Transit (laughs) bus. This bus comes to a complete stop on a 55-mile-per-hour road. Now I'm waiting. And I'm like, okay, I'm used to this with school buses. And these fucking little kids get off, and their parents have to like come on the bus and get them off the bus, and then they're waiting in a car so the kids don't even have to fucking walk. This bus took longer. Who gets off of this bus? Two old people that get out, and finally the bus starts moving. I start driving. Now I'm approaching these two people who got out, and what are they doing? They're standing there, waiting for the cars to pass so they can walk across the street to get back to their shitty little butler houses. Holding bags. Bags from Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what the left is pushing us all towards. We are all supposed to shop at Amazon who can just fuck up and we all just deal with it. We're also supposed to shop at Walmart so they can just take fucking forever to check you out, give you shitty carts. Sure, you're not paying a lot for things. You're saving money by going to Walmart, but you don't have the choice to go somewhere where you can pay more to avoid this kind of shit because... The left is going to destroy towns like Butler, where we're all forced to just wait in line to get into Walmart, wait in line when we're in Walmart, wait in line when we get out of Walmart, and then when we leave Walmart, we got to wait in line behind all the people from Walmart who are riding these buses that I'm paying for so they can just stop in front of me as I try and move on with my day. I don't think it's the left. I think it is. This is, this is the, the, the socialist future of our world is we're all funneled into these horrible, miserable places, which are the modern-day equivalents of the bread lines in Russia. It's called the sharing economy. You'll own nothing and like it. Exactly. You will only own things from Walmart. That's why we got to start uh, planning ahead and shopping on Target. And by the way, I'm already up on that count. I've got so many Quest bars, so many Quest cookies, Quest chips. What are you I've prepping got, for? Uh, prepping for a future where it's Walmart or Target, and if people don't shop at Target for decades in advance, Target's not going to have the money to stay afloat because of the socialist future that Andrew's dreading. So I'm basically, I am pre-stocking Target's war chest with cash today <laughs> so that they so can... can... cash in on in the future? Exactly. You so didn't even they can need a whisk? For tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I could have made do without a whisk, but I knew... Yeah, I like don't a go spend fork money at is a whisk. Yeah, <laughs> it's not when it comes to protein powder, but that's a story for another time. Why don't you use the blender? As I told Andrew, because the it blender breaks down the proteins destroys too the proteins much. so that they're less bioavailable. There's a lot of whisk talk the past 36 hours here, puke. <laughs> you now have a whisk <laughs> in this house, and there's a thing with the kitchen uh, puke. So in this go kitchen, ahead and throw that away. In this kitchen, yeah, uh, there's a lot of things, right? I don't use all the things that are in this kitchen. Therefore, uh-huh. when I open a cupboard in this kitchen, or when I, when I walk into the kitchen, let's say there are 26 cupboards or drawers. That's too many. I see about seven. So I okay. know to go to one of these seven cupboards for the things that I need, right? And even when I open those cupboards, there might be three shelves. Two out of those three shelves contain things I never need. So when I open that cupboard, the one of the seven... Even though there's 26, I only see seven. I go to one. I see three shelves. There's only one shelf that actually has contents that I'm interested in. Therefore, whatever is on the other two shelves of that cupboard or in the other 19 cupboards in the kitchen, I have no idea what's in them. No clue. So when Alex goes, do you have a whisk? I go, I I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't see it. I open the what fridge. Is, and You don't even know what a whisk is. 80% of what's in the fridge, I don't even register. It doesn't enter my brain. I have no idea. What is that? Is that just me? Does this happen to other people, too? It's, no, it's just you. You're mostly describing something that happens to you. Okay. Well, <laughs> you say this, but uh, I'm going to defend you against yourself by saying uh, the reason I bought the whisk on was because of the assurance I got when you said, I don't think we have a whisk. And the reason I trusted this assurance is because uh, one of the first days that I got here, I looked in five of the seven cupboards and didn't find any mugs. And I said, wow, <laughs> I definitely believe that there are no mugs in this so house. Alex showed up with mugs. <laughs> so I went to Target, part of the long-term strategy, but also part of the short-term strategy. Long-term, we're fighting Walmart and socialists. Short-term, we're uh, trying to measure out our coffee intake with specific-sized mugs. So I show up with two mugs. And uh, that very same day, I open up one of the uh, twenty, one of the eighteen cupboards, and find mugs. <laughs> and then Andrew's like, "Oh yeah, we have mugs." And so later that same day, yeah, lots I, of mugs. I found out about the mugs. I said, "Hey Andrew, do uh, do you have a meat thermometer?" He says, "I don't even know what that is." I say, "It's a thing that you stick in meat and it tells you the temperature." He's like, "Oh yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like puke probably maybe has one, but I don't know. I Use don't really finger. know what's in here." <laughs> Use your finger. I say, "No." can't measure accurately the temperature of meat with my finger so i go out dick to buy a thermometer you can get kidney stones out. and as i show up with this thermometer take it out of the package and say you know what if they have one great this was six dollars now they'll have two find a drawer that seems appropriate for a thermometer and look up and immediately to my right is a thermometer in uh, a stash of utensils next to the stove so andrew once again was right about the equipment possessed uh, within this household, within these hallowed cupboards, there was, in fact, a thermometer. So then when I ask Andrew about the whisk, and he says, nah, I don't think so, but I don't know, I say, ah, he would know. But I have no confidence in my mental inventory of the kitchen. But there's a slight difference between puke might have one, and I don't think so. Both of which ended with I don't know. But puke might have one just has a little bit more confidence in... <laughs> it's probably in here somewhere, and I saw it once. You know what? <clears throat> okay. I'm going to bring something up. This is going to be a point of contention. Go for it. Oh, okay. I thought you had more to say. Nope. Um, <clears throat> I am fighting a losing battle. I'm mm. the only one making this side of the argument. The fucking dishwasher. God damn it. There, <laughs> oh. Zero benefit, nothing but downsides to this dishwasher situation. Well, I will say two things that are going to radically wow, change way to your world. That. We're going to explain this. Going to radically change Andrew's world. I mean, I, it doesn't need explaining. We know Andrew. We know where he's coming from. Dishwasher, water, uh, soap, and heat. Three things that we don't need to use more of. So he doesn't want to use the dishwasher. Fine. I get it. I wash dishes by hand at home, so I could take it or leave it. Brett said, let's use the dishwasher. We can use enough dishes to make Make With it, three people, it, it necessitates using the dishwasher. It gets, and I will say, a dishwasher that point. cleans and sanitizes probably better than us hand washing. So I disagree with that. I guarantee ah, you, I do a better job hand washing the dishes. I pulled than the out a hand washed dish to eat my salad out of. It was very cloudy. Who hand washed that dish? Not me. Right. It's a bowl that I normally don't use. But that doesn't mean that I'm the one who was neglectful of hand washing that bowl. Okay. And how do mm -hmm. you know that it was even hand-washed when we've been all willy-nilly with the dishwasher? 
Because I had never used that bowl. You have never used that bowl, but doesn't mean I have never used that bowl. And doesn't mean Alex has never used that bowl. It doesn't mean the last washing that bowl had was arguably in the dishwasher. I pulled it out. I said, here's a hand wash dish. Where'd you pull it out of? <laughs> the cabinet. One of the seven. One of the seven. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the other thing that could factor in for, in everybody's defense is maybe it was a bowl that was not washed by the dishwasher, but assumed to be washed by the dishwasher. <laughs> Enter uh, counter fact to Andrew's uh, comeuppance with all this. They make uh, a device. It's a magnet that has uh, two different sides or uh, they could be two different sides of like two sides of a coin or they could be two different sides like top half, bottom half. One of these sides says dirty. The other says clean. And the way it works is when the dishes are dirty, you show the dirty side. And when the dishes are clean, you flip it over. And now... We know when the dishes are dirty and clean. No one should have to look in a dishwasher for more than 12 seconds to know if the dishes are clean or dirty. That's you, I, All you have to do is look at a piece of silverware. Sure. But I, uh, one, don't have faith in the dishwasher. So everything that goes into the dishwasher has to get rinsed before it goes into the dishwasher. There's right? a reason and many for times, that. There's a simply rinsing, reason for that. I understand that. What is it? You don't want to get crud and food in your dishwasher. Oh, sure. Yeah, but... Actually, Simply, uh, that's not true. Okay, you're the dishwasher expert, Mister. He has uh, been a dishwasher Milicon expert. Valley dishwasher YouTube watcher. <laughs> what you want to know? You want you want to know why? I do want to know why. <laughs> yeah, because I I watched like a 25 minute I know long video on YouTube about dishwashers. This is why I'm very curious as to what you have to say. <laughs> so explain. That, I, don't, I don't care what the fuck you guys do, but explain. The dishwashers have traps to catch the food, uh -huh. and also most dishwashers drain into the. Uh, the sink disposal yep. if it's in a modern house. Oh. Yeah. The reason I do it is because um, my parents, my it's dad's the kind of guy. Them. Yeah, yeah. I, with most dishwashers, I think it is. My my dad's the kind of guy where he'll buy $3,000 worth of something. Uh, maybe it's a drone. Maybe it's a jet ski. And then he'll go do the same thing with a different device uh, three months later. But um, he likes to buy fancy technology things, including dishwashers. They've got dishwashers now. It'll tell you on your TV, like, hey, the dishes are done. Why wouldn't Ridiculous. But that's, that's too far. What is, I will admit, is decent about this dishwasher is it's fancy to the point where it'll clean the fuck out of some dishes. You can put, like, baked-on lasagna, which Andrew wouldn't know this, but most people would. That's, like, the bane of a dishwasher's existence. That's, like... The red wine on the white carpet or the uh, the white anything else is the <laughs> baked-on lasagna dish. You put that in this dishwasher, comes out clean, 100%. 99.9%. We had to scrape one little piece off. Ah. So this dishwasher, you, you don't rinse at all. You, you do not rinse at all. But the dishwasher in this house, eh, it's, it's a, it functions. It functions, but it's not a thing that you trust. So you rinse the dishes first just to give the dishwasher its best possible chance. And that's the first problem, right? You are doing work for the dishwasher. You're not doing work for the end result of having a clean dish for yourself. You are working for the fucking machine. You are a slave to the machine by rinsing off the shit before you put it in. I'd like and to think it's a partnership. Imagine the it's machine gets so inside your head that you're afraid to use it. <laughs> But here's mm. the real problem is 
in that process of rinsing, maybe that piece of cutlery gets so clean just from the rinse that you no longer could tell without the context of holding it in your hand and rinsing it. You no longer could tell if it had been cleaned by the dishwasher or if it was still dirty and just placed in the dishwasher. Now you don't know. Now it went from a butter knife to a question mark. And that's where the magnet with the two sides, either top and bottom or front and back, comes in. But that doesn't fix it either. Because what if I open the dishwasher and I grab an item and I go, is this clean or dirty? Is it clean or dirty? I can't quite tell. And then I turn the magnet based on that conclusion. You don't. That's not the procedure. The magnet procedure is thus. When the dishwasher gets emptied, we start there. The dishwasher is empty. You start putting dirty dishes in. You confirm the magnet is showing the dirty side. Either the top says dirty or the side that says dirty is facing outward. But here's Then, when the dishwasher is full and you are the person to start the dishwasher, you flip it to clean. How many plates do we need to have per person? If it's one. me by myself, one. One right. per day. One. It gets washed right. every day. It gets used yes, every day. Exactly. How many plates are in this house? Three big plates. And two small plates. Yep. How many bowls are in this house? Lots. Four. <laughs> no, there's four non-glass bowls and maybe like six to eight large glass bowls of varying sizes. And so if I'm going to take Andrew's side and where he's kind of going with this, I would say, why do we have all these bowls? Why do we have... Why do we have all these Rubbermaid Tupperwares with various lid sizes and various Tupperware sizes all jumbled up so you don't quite know if you're going to pull out a Tupperware that actually has a lid? Right. Why do we have these things? I don't know. Yeah. I found it this way. It's not what I would do because it's not what I do do at my house. But here we are. So let's make... Uh, what do That's they say? why I ignore entire shelves in these cupboards. Normally, yes. I don't want to enter these variables into the equation. Well, you should have gotten rid of them because now we're using the dishwasher too. Right. So already we're pre-washing shit that goes into the dishwasher. Let's say it's a completely empty dishwasher that we're loading up, right? Mm-hmm. And there's three of us. We can generate a lot of dishes. Yeah, all I the ones it. we have. There could be three separate people cooking in the kitchen. Sure. Too many cooks in the kitchen. How right. many bulletproof coffees in one day? Right. So then you start loading up the dishwasher. But I notice. I, I watch you guys. I observe what you do. You take a big plate, and you put it vertically in the dishwasher. You take another big plate, you put it vertically in the dishwasher, and it leans against the first plate. There is no geometry which would allow that first (laughs) plate to get fully cleaned based on the positioning of the second plate. You need to spread them out, or you need to make them orderly. You can't just keep piling shit on top of shit with shit contacting and touching shit. As soon as there's contact made, that is a guaranteed spot on the first dish that will not get cleaned. And now, no matter how many times you run the dishwasher, no matter how effective that dishwasher is, it will never make contact with that dish. You're obstructing the path of the water. I understand how it works. I understand that heat and water and soap can get shit off, but you're obstructing the path. You're obstructing the dishwasher from doing its job. Therefore, you should have just fucking wiped it down with a goddamn sponge in the first place and put it in the drying rack. And that's not even the biggest problem. I'm the best dishwasher loader in this fucking town. Okay, good. Good for you. I told you to put the silverware together. So when you take it, when it's done, you just grab all the forks mm-hmm. and put them all in yeah. one mm-hmm. move. You're not picking through. Yeah, I understand that too. <laughs> but when you stack all the forks in the same little cubby of the silverware holder, they're all up against each other. 
So one side of the front fork is getting washed, one side of the back fork is getting washed, and nothing in between. It's not how dishwashers work. No. Now, I do have a a logistical uh, best dishwasher loader in the town question. Yeah. For the best dishwasher loader in the town. That's me. Forks, knives, spoons, uh, different properties than plates. Plates, circular. Two sides. A side that you eat off of, a side that you don't. Forks and spoons, I guess, when you think about it, have a similar thing, a side that you eat off of and a side that you don't. Now, when you're loading a plate, you can do what Andrew suggested has been done here, and you can load the plates in a way where you can't clean the sides that get eaten off of. No good. When you're loading silverware, the little places that you put silverware in are generally always smaller than the amount of silverware you have. So do you put the eating side of the spoon, knife, fork down... I prefer it to be down, just just for efficiency's sake. The distance from the source of the water to the so, to the dirty object is shorter if it's, you know, tines down. But if the tines are down, and now we have a a group of tines belonging to multiple much. forks, do we now get into the same problem with the plates where the tines of the forks are intermingling in such a way that they cannot get washed because they're getting all compressed? Versus perhaps if you stick the tines up. This doesn't happen. Uh, tines up, spoons up, knives down. You Sorry, guys aren't putting butter, my, butter uh, knives my, up. What? You guys aren't putting my good kitchen knives in the dishwasher. No, we're very no. careful with your good kitchen mm-hmm. knives. Okay. And your good cheese knife. Oh, yeah. I'll wash it says Cabot on it. Yeah, I'll wash that cheese knife. We don't oh, put- I don't care about that cheese knife, but thank what? you. What? It looks I like a miniature cleaver. Yeah. I got that at, uh, in fucking Vermont. And I uh, probably used it twice, and then I realized, oh, I just I can just use a knife. Um, here's, I'm not fancy enough for a cheese knife. Here's the other issue. Let's say issue. I am going into the kitchen because I have a nice meal in front of me, and I go, well, geez, to, to make this perfect, I need this specific utensil or plate or object. And I walk into the kitchen, and I look in the drying rack because it's something I use on a regular basis. And it's not in the drying rack. And I go, oh, it must be dirty in the sink. Yeah. And I look in the sink, and I go, no, it's not there. there. The I guess it's place? clean in the cupboard. Nope. I look in the cupboard. Fourth place. It's not, th- not there either. <laughs> it's in the dishwasher. I open the dishwasher. It's just a mess of shit. And now i got to root through <laughs> a bunch of shit that I don't know if it's dirty or clean to get to my one thing so that I need. So this is a problem that could be solved by communication. You do not want special things of yours in the dishwasher. Washer. But you, there's an additional problem. An additional. The biggest problem. <laughs> so the biggest problem is you run the dishwasher, right? Oh, like, it's my favorite Let's part. say we have a delightful... This is where it all pays off. Like you, you, you cook everything. We have a wonderful meal. We share a meal. We watch some TV. We eat this meal. Yeah. There's a lot of dishes that were made cooking and... Usually, I'm happy to jump in and do some dishes, but sometimes, every once in a while, one of yous jumps in and goes, oh, I don't have to do dishes. We'll start throwing these things in the dishwasher. And I go, no, but that was my contribution. I was going to do the dishes afterwards. Mm. But I get it. Let's use the dishwasher. How about, it's you, a tool. Yeah. So I Andrew's understand. I'm on board. been replaced so, by technology. Sure. You make me useless. You remove my contribution, first of all, you fucking evil dishwasher. But <laughs> you load the dishwasher and... You run the dishwasher, right? Great. Now we all go to bed. Dishwasher's running. Oh, all of our problems are solved. <laughs> it's a nice... Right? We're sleeping peacefully <laughs> with our dish problems completely eradicated. Yeah, there's a nice mechanical hum, too, that really lulls you out into yeah. sleep. It's like a... 
No, it's just. It fills in the uh, the lower bass notes that the blaring TV doesn't cover. Yep. So, then in the morning I get up. Oh, you're about to find some clean dishes. And I go, okay. Well, I'm full of energy. I'm full of good feelings. What can I do that's productive? Normally, I would look in the sink and be like, oh, what dishes have to be done? But I walk up to the sink, and much to my surprise, no dishes need to be done. Mm -mm. These dishes are did. Yeah. So, (laughs) I go, oh, yeah, the dishwasher. Maybe this will be the day where I go, this thing worked for me. Yeah. This device worked for me. This device that I had to feed by putting in soap. This device that I had to prep for by rinsing off the dishes. That I had to place strategically, spacing things perfectly apart. Tines down. Mm-hmm. Plates spaced. Pots and pans washed separately. I open the dishwasher up and I go, oh, it's going to be a dishwasher full of clean Ready to use dishes. Nope, they're all soaking fucking wet. <laughs> if they were sitting in my drying rack after hand washing from the night before or that morning, they would be totally dry and ready to use or put away. Instead, they now have to sit in this dishwasher wet because they're soaking wet. And do I spend the next two hours of my life drying them all off and further serving the dishwasher or do I just go no this isn't my fucking job this is your job dishwasher so I open the door all these clean dishes that just need to sit there for the next two hours and dry but during the two hour window you assholes walk up and you go oh I got a bunch of dirty dishes I'll throw them in the dishwasher there's a whole clean load of dishes in the dishwasher drying, and now there's dirty dishes mixed in. No, 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 that's not true. That's not true. To know what was dirty <laughs> and what was clean. So later, when I go to get a steak knife, I go, yeah, it was clean. It was just drying. I pull out a steak knife. I start eating steak, and you go, oh, that's a dirty steak knife. And By the way, you can't tell. There's no way to tell. There it's is. A, this is a deception. Smell it's it. A deception. <laughs> <laughs> so the other night, Andrew's sitting in the, on the couch in this dimly lit room, right? And he's holding a salt shaker in one hand and a pepper shaker in the other hand. And he goes, I hate the dishwasher. And I said, that's the craziest old man thing I've ever seen. This guy holding a salt shaker and a pepper shaker in each hand. Like, it's just... Like it's, uh. Where's the orderly... <laughs> it's, it's fucking that's the worst part is you think you're gonna open up to this clean ready to use load of dishes all of these dishes so many dishes way more than the sink could ever hold on paper it makes so much more sense in practice it's a fucking nightmare i'm crying i am too but i don't think it's about the dishwasher <laughs> no i am it is oh. ah, Jessica. yeah you gotta open that you gotta open that dishwasher up let it dry out. I'm asleep. Jessica settles it in the chat. She said, this is why you need that magnet. <laughs> but you won't be able to see the magnet. The dishwasher will be open. Yeah, the, the magnet, magnet like, could be in another fucking room. Well, I, to me, I, I heard a lot of frustration. I heard a lot of um, <laughs> rejection and loneliness in that rant. And the only thing that I, I feel like we're at a place where we just have to ask ourselves... Are we quitters or do we double down? No, you just, you operate with a little more uh, consciousness. I'm being very conscious around here, I feel. Of your dish usage. 
You gotta you gotta run that dishwasher about once a month though, otherwise it dries out and then you get leaks. Right. But like if you're going throughout your day and you're like, okay, I used a plate earlier for my early meal and now it's later and I'm gonna have a later meal, do you get an entire new fresh plate? No, you wash the first plate and you reuse it. Mm. Yeah. It's doable. I mean, if it's one thing, whatever. Like, you know what? The dishwasher should be for when there's like a whole dinner. Yes. You know? you, yeah, you cook you cook a bunch of things, uh, you get but, a bunch of but wash we, a plate, use a plate. Use a plate but the other well, both orders. Well, I think if we're gonna do that, then we just don't use the dishwasher. Because by the time we have a full dinner, if we've been washing everything until we had that full dinner, mm-hmm. we only have half a dishwasher's worth of dinner goods. And I'm not saying that as soon as you use something you have to wash it. I think we should. I think that's the best rule. I think that's the ideal. But I'm not opposed to like, okay. There was an entire dinner made, and now it's time to eat that dinner. I don't need to wash all the cookware before enjoying that meal. Well, sometimes I will. Works, yeah. Sometimes I will. Just sometimes I feel you that can wash on the time while of day. it's cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other times I just go. No, I just want to sit here and eat, and then finish eating, and sit here and enjoy uh, feeling fat. I don't want to go <laughs> and wash all the dishes right now. We're in the middle of an episode or something. I'll yeah. get to it in the morning, and that's fine too. Mm. As long as you get to it. But then it just goes into this fucking no man's land of the dishwasher. Well, and I also think the dishwasher is stealing things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to get you your salt and pepper shaker? <laughs> yeah, like laundry steals socks, right? Like you just lose socks in the laundry. Yeah. The dishwasher is stealing things. They got uh, dishwasher got your socks too? Mm. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm losing socks in the dishwasher. But puke, before you left, how many non-fancy steak knives would you say were in this house? Ooh, uh, 10. Wow. Holy shit. There is something happening in this house. <laughs> there there all- is some sort of poltergeist. <laughs> They're all in my room. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Brett's been eating steak late night. <laughs> because last count that I had, when there was a, yeah. no nothing in the dishwasher, everything was put away and clean, I've been able to count two. Two yep. steak knives. Uh-oh. Two steak knives. And a couple nights ago, when I was holding my salt and pepper shakers and I needed something, I went, I couldn't find a steak knife. I need a fucking steak knife. I looked everywhere for a steak knife. They're all gone. They're all missing. And that's when I pulled one out of the dishwasher, which in my mind was clean. And I later learned after I used it that it was not clean. It was dirty. And I went, well, too late now. Let's keep using it. Well, there's no way. We and it can... wasn't even one of the steak knives. It was some weird skinny knife that had curve to it. A filet knife. There's sure. no way we can go on living like this. Or a vegetable knife. Uh, what you need to do is go to Walmart and get some more knives. Target, Target, Target. <clears throat> oh, Target. Yeah. Target. Got a couple of mugs for $4 a piece. Got uh, some gloves there for $10. Got a whisk for $5. Yeah, I see, I see you're wearing your gloves. I am wearing my gloves, yeah. How cold is it in that fucking room? Uh, it's probably about 60 to 62 degrees. Actually, right now, this room is perfectly fine. And Brett is an insane person who sits in this room all day and he doesn't complain. <laughs> I I wouldn't yeah, I say just... <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's not perfectly fine. I would say that I don't run as hot as you and maybe Brett too, so I get colder quicker. You also don't have a respect for thermodynamics. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm wearing uh, respect for thermodynamics. I took the equation that was this house is colder than I would keep my house, and I appreciate you that I'm gloves, not a person I, yes, doing I, this thing. I, I, respect I bought that. the gloves. I bought the socks. And I've commented on it, but I've not complained. I've not said it's too cold. Oh, you've commented a lot. And I've I not said it's too cold. I have principles, Alex. Because I appreciate the kind of establishment that you're looking to run here. 
<laughs> I knew what kind of internment I was going to be camping in. <laughs> and so I've come somewhat prepared. And when I was not prepared, I went and I acquired more things at Target. Okay. But the room that you're working in, is it ever cold? When you leave and you said 65 degrees legitimately, it gets colder because the heat doesn't ever kick on. Yeah, because it takes a yep. long time to go from 70 to 65. And then when it gets to 65, it basically never kicks the heat on. Put on a shirt. You'll be fine. That's what I've been doing. Okay. Yeah. Get some slippers like the other old men. Well, I got wool socks because those are more practical than slippers. Fuck no, yeah, they something are. Something about slippers, the noise they make, the cloppity clop. I, just, I grew up in a household where you didn't wear shoes in the house. <clears throat> no, me too. Oh, yeah. I grew up in a household where the, I was constantly getting yelled at for stomping. Like, I'd be mm-hmm. asleep, and I was being screamed at for stomping. Turned Andrew! Watching no, Terminator. no that's, not, that's not my dad. So, yeah, that's all I got. Um, you guys excited for the Super? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Kansas City Chiefs won last year, and Tom Brady went from the Patriots to the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that is, those, those are facts, yes. I don't know. I... Uh, I have to uh, join Nick in VR for his his virtual yeah, I'll be Super there. Bowl watching party. We'll be there. I don't we're, know if we're going to trade off. I can... What's that? We're going to just trade off. We're going to cycle through. Do oh, have... nice. Are you supposed to bring snacks? <laughs> virtual snacks. I don't know if I can have that thing on my face for like three fucking hours. That's though. what it's, I was thinking. It's going to be tough. It's got to be super bad for your eyes. I don't know. Your eyes are able to focus. At a distance. I'd feel the way, though, that it's like the projection, though. There's got to be something that's messed up. Right. You're hypochondriac, so. <laughs> you get, what, if you, what if you stay in VR for so long you forget how to get out? <laughs> oh. Well, we learned last week you don't poop in VR, so I don't know why you'd ever have to get out. You just poop outside the grid. Mm. Into a tube. <laughs> ah. I'm glad that I haven't, uh, I haven't used the VR in a week. Uh, I'm happy to know congrats. that it's not it's not a vice that I'm going to succumb to. Mm. Yeah. I have enough bad habits, and then luckily the appeal of the VR is not strong enough to, to pull me away from other things necessarily. Like what? What other things? <clears throat> life. A VR is Drinking. life. Drinking. RR. Real life. Real, real reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, good night, everyone. This counts as a show, and now we're done. Nice. Here we go. Plate done. Bowl done. Potato fork done. Cheese not done. Ramekin done. Colander done. Egg poacher done. Cutting board done. Funnel done. Gravy boat done. Measure cup done. Melon baller done. Pizza cutter done. Rolling pin done. Pickle tongs done. I did the dishes. He did the dishes. I did the dishes. He did the dishes. I did the dishes. He did the dishes. Yeah, I'm a hero. So, I okay, need to be you're good, a- you're good, you're good, you're fine. Let's not get angry. <laughs> I wouldn't get angry if you could just uh, make sense. I make perfect sense. And uh, we're back. Puke, I have some uh, unfortunate news to tell you. What's that? I don't know how this happened again, but um, <clears throat> I recorded the discomfort zone, right? And then uh-huh. we immediately just kept the stream going and did the thing with uh, the Portman show, except I didn't open Audacity until 31 <laughs> minutes ago. 
Don't even bother. Just pull the whole thing from the stream. And yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. Co- I'll convert it to a I'm wave. Sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know how that happened twice in the same like three-week period. Yeah. You're s- fucking Alex, falling you know behind with all the kidney stones distracting what? you.